Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon, here to bridge the gap between therapists and clients. We are your companions on your journey to build your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've created a free email course on our website. Head over to shrinkthink.com forward slash podcast, where we've got practical steps on overcoming fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Hi folks, Gordon Brewer here, and if you don't know me yet, I'm the person behind the Practice of Therapy podcast, which is part of the Sightcraft network of podcasts, and I'm so proud to be part of this network along with Aaron and Nathan and the Shrink Think podcast and the great work they are doing to help people in their journeys. And if you haven't discovered the Practice of Therapy podcast, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd love for you to join us as we explore the business and clinical sides of running a private practice. And be sure to check us out at practiceoftherapy.com for all the great resources and free webinars to help you in your own private practice journey. Hey everyone, welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. We have a very exciting episode for all you single people out there. We are going to promote our swag, apparently. <laughs> That's what Nathan is trying to get me <laughs> off camera to see. If you're not watching on YouTube, he's like, swag, swag, swag. I'm like, yes, that's what single people need. Yes, they do. <laughs> Forget a partner. Well, only one person can wear a shirt at a time. That's true. <laughs> or a cup or a mug. A wine glass. A hat. Yeah. We have lots of swag on <laughs> shrinkthink.com forward slash swag, maybe something like that. Yes. We're going to be talking about dating today. This is a hot topic. There's lots of people out there that come in to counseling and talk about their dating lives, their experiences, their woes, their patterns. And it's interesting. There are a lot of people who don't really know what they're doing. They don't know how to do this well. And I get it. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. In some senses, it feels like people are looking for a needle in the haystack, but they've never seen a needle. They've heard about a needle. It's like I've seen a picture and it's kind of more like one of those like FBI drawings of like, OK, describe the suspect. You know, I was like, right. yeah, I'm like, OK, I'm looking for this needle and they've drawn a ballpoint. Pen. Yeah, right. <laughs> or they've drawn a picture of a red flag. <laughs> right. right. You like, found a lot of those. What is this? So we're going to kind of just walk through a little bit like, okay, if you are dating, these are some of the things that people have come into our office and said that they do. And we're like, yeah, don't do that. Right. So these are some don'ts, but also like, okay, so what are some maybe good guidelines for if you're going to date? What should you be looking for? How do you know if the person is a good fit for you or if you should go on another date, if you, you even should swipe right on that person? If this is somebody you should even continue talking to, all of that stuff. Yeah. But I'll tell people, somebody will come in, they'll talk to me about their dating and all this kind of stuff. Then I'll kind of realize like they're kind of going on about one or two dates. And the thing that's happening to get them maybe onto two or three is that they're having sex. And then what happens is they're not dating anymore. So what I tell them is you're actually not dating. 
You're just finding people to have sex with as much <laughs> right. as you can. So, <laughs> and if you don't like that, go back to our previous episode about being honest with yourself. Because right. that's what's happening, bro. Because you're not trying to date. Dating implies like you're getting to know someone that's in the forefront. You're trying to have a companion of some kind. And you know, like, well, I got to try this out because I got to see if this is going to work, if we're really a good fit sexually, you know, like you're no way going to figure that out. In the first foo bit. The only way you're going to figure that out is after you know the person. Yeah, that's not like the most important thing. And so, first of all, maybe we're saying if that is the most important <laughs> thing, you're like, hi, what's your name? Can we have sex? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're first, not dating. <laughs> and also your priorities are a little bit mistaken here, right? Because sex should not be the first thing that you are putting at the top of your list. Speaking of lists, do you even have a list <laughs> of things that you know that are important to you, that are meaningful to you, like values, um, things that you live by, whether it's like being healthy or whether it's communication or honesty or, you know, being in the outdoors or whatever? What are your religious values, all that kind of stuff? Do you have a list of the things that are meaningful and important to you that in a partner, if you're going to be dating somebody that you're going to be with? These are like non-negotiables, must-haves, right? These aren't just the things that are in the apps, like they need to be this tall or ladies. Um, yeah, or, I've heard all kinds of stuff yeah, about that. That's true. It's, it's a thing. So, so much a thing. Or, or like they need to make this much money. I mean, there, there might be some reality for you for that, you know, for some of the lifestyle things that you want to have. Okay, that's fine. But what are the personality traits and qualities, the habits that this person has that you're looking for, because those are going to be ultimately the things that you're looking for when you're on this actual date, not this sex capade, <laughs> yes. right? the things that you're looking for in the other person for like, how do these things show up in the other person's life? How does the other person value these things and where do they fit in all of their day to day disciplines? Or are they not? Because if they don't show up in that person's life and they're non-negotiables for you, that person is probably not a good fit for you. No, no, they're not. And here's another huge aspect. Go back, listen to the show that was previous to this, because have you been honest with yourself? Do you even know yourself? Do you know why you ended up in the relationship before that you did not want? Or why it is that you seem to find the same person, no matter how awesome you are with your list? Or even why are you dating in the first place? Are you dating to meet people and get to know them and have a companion? Or are you dating so that you can have sex, for example? Or are you dating to feel better? You just, some folks, yeah. it's as honestly skin deep as the idea. It has nothing to do with sex. It has to do with, um, I just don't want to be alone. That's right. I don't want to be lonely. And so uh, a human is better than nothing you right. know and so then it doesn't matter who this person is and you'll tolerate all kinds of stuff because of, because likely you grew up in a way that you were alone a lot and you just wanted another person there and so the parent or whatever the neglect that you experienced you were you're just used to the neglect and so trying to understand who you are and how you're valued and have that acceptance is paramount for you to to probably enter therapy and so don't get us wrong there is a differentiation between if you are single and you are alone and you don't want to be alone, meaning you want to have a partner, but I don't want this person just to cure my loneliness, right? Because then you're giving that person a job and they're serving your needs. Like that's not a healthy dynamic. 
But if you want to be in a relationship and you're not willing to tolerate certain things and you're willing to set some of those boundaries and say, well, you're not a good fit for me. I don't want to just be with anyone over being alone. No, it's got to be the right person. If that's you and you're looking to be in a relationship because you don't want to be alone, that's perfectly fine. That's, a, I think, a really good, healthy, normal reason for dating. And if the bar is so low that you just don't want to be alone, imagine that conversation, by the way. You go out on a date, this other person's like, so how are you doing? I'm great. Oh, I'm way better now. Why? Because I'm not alone. Because you're here. Go ahead and talk. Just tell me things. Just say things out loud. Because you're here. That's right. creepy. I kind of want to leave now. Right. Where are you going? No. What? No. Right. Hold on to your leg. As you're leaving, you're like walking out anyway. These, but these are the kinds of, it's a little bit cartoonish, but these are the kinds of things that do happen in the dating world, in the dating life for, for many people. If you, and if you're honest with yourself, that's probably a little bit of what's happening. That's why you get some of the reactions that you get from people when you're going on dates. I was thinking of uh, this meme. I told you about it before. Like, uh, actually, it was probably on camera, but not on the podcast. Where this vantage point is this lady, she's like looking, you can't see her. And the picture is of this guy holding a box of red flags. And she's like, yep, let's go out. <laughs> you know, like, it's just totally hilarious. And there's an awareness, I think, in the dating world that, that we do this. Like, I mean, I don't date anybody, but except for my wife, I guess. But it happens as humans. We just look right past them and go, OK, let's go out. And then we don't know why we did that later. Like, what, why did, why are we still doing that? And that will be, that circles back to the being honest with yourself component of just knowing what it is that you need. And it's really hard when you connect with someone and then you realize my needs aren't really going to get met, but they're like a great person. Like, what? I mean, but I don't want to lose a great person, you know, and, but, but they're also not gonna care about this thing ever because they just won't. And it's important to me. And, and that's, I think, when probably the biggest mistakes start happening because you'll hold on to it for way too long. It's easier, honestly, just rip the freaking Band-Aid off. Yeah, and, and this is why I think, you know, so as we're talking about, like, how do you approach dating? I think you need to know what you're looking for, know who you are, what it is that you need mm -hmm. from a person in a relationship. And you've got some sort of a game plan or an agenda going into these dates asterisk here right you heard me say agenda and it's like red flag i just mean simply that you know that you're looking for certain traits and qualities and you're trying to find those out with somebody and you're not looking to like start a relationship with somebody you don't know because you don't know this person i mean hopefully you know as you've just like logistically you know you've matched with them you've communicated a little bit online maybe through messaging or you've talked to each other facetime something like that um, and now you're actually going to meet in person face to face, which is significant, right? You got to meet a person in uh, in person to see if there is actual chemistry. But that chemistry is not everything because you can get along with somebody really well, but they don't share your values. They don't have the qualities that you're looking for. So you got to go into dating with the mindset of I'm looking for these qualities and I got to hold the line if somebody doesn't have these non-negotiables then I need to make sure that I'm willing to walk away, right? It's just like the car, buying a car, right? When you go to the dealership, if you've ever bought a car um, from there or from somebody else, 
They're going to try to make you deals and sell you things. And you got to be willing to say, nope, I'm not going to pay that or no, I don't want all that stuff and be willing to walk away. Right. In order to get the thing that you want, because if you're not willing to set those boundaries and walk away, you'll end up saying yes to things that you don't really want. And you'll know it for people that go into dating, like listen to yourself, you know, probably right away, you, you know, pretty quickly whether or not this person is going to be a right fit for you pretty quickly early on kind of reminds me of this book that I read a couple of years ago. That's called thinking fast and slow. I think I've mentioned it before on the, mm-hmm. on the podcast where we've got like these two systems of thinking. One is our fast system, which is like your intuition. It's gathering tons of information on the fly without you even knowing it. And then system two is your more conscious, slower system. That's thinking about making a decision based off of system one information, right? So if you're if you're going on a date and you have like sort of a gut reaction or an intuition about someone that's coming from probably system one, right? It's gathering all this information without you knowing it. And it's probably right because, you know, when somebody's not a good fit for you, if there's something like a red flag or whatever, say, that's your red flagger. That's that is it. your referee throwing red flags. And if you don't know what your red flags are also like the things that you always say yes to or the things that you overlook. You know, like if you happen to be somebody who's a rescuer and you're like, oh, I saw this woman who was great and she had her life wasn't really together and she was in distress and she was great, though. It's like, wait a minute. That's a rescuer dynamic, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. like her because she needs you like red flag right there. He's perfect. She can accept me the way I am. <laughs> right. And all the money you're going to give her to help her out <laughs> of her situation. Like you need to know your own red flags about yourself. This is what we mean about you need to know yourself, both what you're looking for and some of your negative patterns or qualities so that you can manage those and look out for how those play themselves out in a dating dynamic. It's just like the old poker song. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run, baby. <laughs> you know, like, but I was thinking as you're talking, you know, we could get more specific in this because I, I'll hear clients talk about how, how they are beginning to have the conversation. So some text a little bit um, and then want to meet. And some people kind of would just rather meet than deal with everything. Some people want to mm-hmm. talk on the phone. Some people don't want to talk on the phone. And then the other thing is, is like, as one, one guy told me, and I was like, this is not going to be good. Um, I just want to put my best foot forward. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Make a good first impression for sure. But the other piece is like, um, you have to still be you. I mean, you're focusing so much on what the other person wants to see or what you think that they should see. And here's the other side of that coin. The other people who will, I'm just going to be honest, these are all the things I've learned about myself, you know, and they just tell you, like, sometimes I have tendencies for blah, 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 you know, whatever. And also, I've been known to, like, okay, <laughs> right. Aaron is running in the camera, running in place. So, but there are those two, there's an in-between zone, but how much would you say you say? Yeah, that's a great question. So, I personally like this. Um, one of my buddies who's single told me this, um, that when he goes into dating, he says, I'm getting to know somebody and framing it that way, I think is really, really helpful. Cause you can say, you can think all kinds of things about dating. Like we needs to be romantic. It needs to be intimate, whatever, or I'm just getting to know this person. And so if you're getting to know somebody, you're not just asking, how was your day? So first of all, don't ask, how was your day? 
Um, but in that first meeting, you're probably going to put on your best foot forward, you know, put on your best self and that's okay. So be your best self in a certain sense, be presentable because you want somebody to like you and, you know, like, okay, you are what I thought you were. So also be honest about who you are in your profile, right? Um, Mm -hmm. take honest pictures and all that kind of stuff. Um, and ask your friends, like, is this me? You know, make sure it accurately represents you. But on the dates, actually ask some questions to get to know the other person about who they are based off of your list. And you don't need to have your list there with like a pencil <laughs> and a notepad. I hope you, you don't. Know? Please don't. But you want to be That'll mindful. Be the other person's red flag. <laughs> exactly. They will see you as a gigantic red flag. <laughs> exactly. But ask questions to get to know them and vice versa. Don't do all the talking, right? If you're the person who's spending the entire date doing all the talking, be mindful of like, well, this is my opportunity to get to know you and also your opportunity to get to know me. So there needs to be sort of an even split here of time or some back and forth here. Mm -hmm. Um, And in terms of sharing about yourself, you want to share, I think, on this initial meeting or like the first couple of dates, which is why, again, if you're getting to know somebody, I would say it's going to take you probably five, six, seven dates to really know somebody and decide, is this person somebody that I could see myself getting into a relationship with? I think it's really difficult to know that in a first meeting. And the other the other piece of that pie is you you want to give the opportunity to the person to know you because you actually should want their feedback. You should want them to leave if they've realized that you are not a good fit because it is a waste of your time. Right. You get into it. You're trying to sell yourself because maybe on the surface, this is something that you're like, whoa, you know, this person is way more attractive than I would have ever thought. This is going to be awesome problem you're focused on the wrong thing like right off the bat it's kind of like if you work at a business and you sell the wrong product to a customer you know i used to work at circuit city you know like it's the best buy of nowadays and it's like you're selling the wrong you know computer or whatever technology product to the customer and you're like yeah i made the great sale but then like a couple days later they return it because that's not what they needed like you don't want to be in that situation where (laughs) somebody's returning you because you're like Yeah, that's not actually what I need. Well, a good example of this, money. Somebody just has a ridiculous amount of money. The temptation is like, oh my gosh, they're solid. They know what they're doing. My life could be easier, you know, that kind of thing. But, oh, I don't want to think like that. I'm not going to be like that. Well, just be you. If they're truly interested, actually, and there's a back and forth, then okay, they'll either decide not to or you will. Because it's about the relationship, right? It's about companionship. It ultimately, you just don't want to be with the wrong person. The only way to do that is you have to be you and you have to be honest. And that's the scary part, because there are these moments, I think, when you are with another person and they ask a question or they say something and you think to yourself, oh, man, like this is totally me, but I this might come across poorly or you might not like this about me or whatever. And it's honest and it doesn't necessarily have to be bad. Like, oh, well, what do you do for work? Well, I'm actually a bank robber. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't have to be that. Um, But it can just be something like, oh, you know, I gained a lot of weight and now I've lost it, you know. And so, like, I'm really just still kind of like trying to figure that thing out in my life. And I don't know if you're how you're going to feel about that. Right. So I might say that and I might be thinking, oh, you're going to judge me. You're not going to like that. But if that's really me and really where I'm at then the person who is going to be a good companion for you would hopefully say, wow, that's awesome. Good for you. You know, I've been through something like that before, and I just commend you for 
being honest with yourself yeah. about it and me and working hard on it because I know it takes a long time or whatever. It's like, oh, this thing about me that I share that's actually me, the right person will actually value. Right. I'm thinking of one example what could be that's that seems in the getting to know you phase is would be reasonable from a superficial standpoint is for whatever reason, a topic comes up and you find you realize like, I do not agree with that. Like, I just don't agree. And there's no pathway. I've thought through that for myself. There's no pathway to me ever like wanting to be around that. I don't even want to have this conversation, but you like them. You're like, this is clicking, you know, this is maybe third or fourth day. This is great. You don't want to say like, yeah, that's not me. I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to care about that. Maybe they really like to hike and camp every weekend. You've seen those pictures and you thought like, oh, it's the spring. They want to do this then. And there's a the rest of the time they don't. Nope, nope. They actually camp and hike all the time. And that's not you. You just and you realize like, oh, you really do this all the time. You're going to have to just say like, I'm not interested in ham- hiking and camping as much as you are. I'm just not ever going to be. Right. And that's where being honest with yourself and the other person, like our, our previous episode talks about, like have those hard conversations and be honest about that because it's better to rule that stuff out early on, almost like check off the boxes like, nope, 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 nope. And then decide, well, this isn't a good fit. I like you and I liked meeting you or knowing you, but it's just is not a good fit. That's perfectly OK. It is perfectly OK for it not to be a good fit. I'm not sure if there's anything else to mention, Aaron. We may need to do a follow up on like kind of maybe some of the later on stages of dating. But I think a lot of people like this sort of first like it's kind of like once you get over the hump here, you know, of like getting on apps and putting yourself out there, if that's the route you're going, which, by the way, everybody hates it. Everybody hates the dating apps, just so you know. I don't think I've met anybody in my office that has said like, oh, I love it. I can't wait to get back on. (laughs) Right. No, they do not like it. I've never met anybody like that either. So keep in mind that we are nacho therapists, that this is just, you know, educational purposes. This is not therapeutic advice is not therapy or legal advice. This is our little legal disclaimer. So take it for what it is. We hope it has been helpful. Abruptly yours. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening.